Have you ever experienced something so crippling in your life that has made you feel broken? I have. Are you someone who has a giving heart but is struggling to feel good themselves? Are you consistently putting your needs aside to take care of everyone else? If so, you're not alone. Giving starts with giving to yourself so that you are able to give of yourself to other people. Isn't it time you took back control and discovered what makes you tick? Join me in my journey and find out how you can feel better about yourself, live your best life, and share that with others. Thinking of yourself, it doesn't make you selfish. It makes you brave. Welcome to the Giving Starts With You podcast powered by Travel Live Give, and I'm your host, Nelia Hutt. If you're ready to expose and target the areas of your life that are not getting you closer to living your best life, then I have created just the thing to help you. I've created a Live Your Best Life blueprint. It's a free download that you can now get at www.travellivegive.com blueprint slash. This blueprint will look at seven key areas of your life, from how you manage your mental health to how you show up in your relationships, from self-care to job satisfaction, and how and what you choose to spend your free time on so that you can start living the life you deserve, desire, and crave. Because after all, it's time to start feeling better and create a life that makes you proud. You'll also learn in this blueprint more about yourself. You'll get clear on what really matters. You'll stop making excuses and take action and be one massive step closer to the life you want to live. Life is way too short not to live your best life. So what are you waiting for? Go to www.travellivegive.com slash blueprint. Now let's tune into the episode. Welcome everyone to another episode of the Giving Starts With You podcast. I'm your host, Nelia Hutt, and this podcast is brought to you by my company, Travel Live Give. And basically why we're all here is for the same reason. Life is tough and we all need to get through it together. Nobody should be living life alone. And we, I try to bring you you know, the best guests, and so far I've had the best guests on, so that you can you know, learn some new things to help you on your journey to heal and to feel less alone and just have some tools that will help you throughout your life. And today is no exception. Today, I have met a new friend here online, and she is an author and an integrative health coach. I'd like to welcome Renee Marie Joyal to the show. How are you? Thank you so much for, for taking the time to speak with me. And I love what you're doing and what you're all about. I actually listened to one of your podcasts this morning and I was like, oh my gosh, this is so cool because you and I are so aligned, you know, as I see many synergies as far as our passions and what we're doing, you know, to help people. So I love that. Oh oh my goodness. I know how busy you are with your clients. So thank you so much for coming on here. It's a pleasure. uh, (laughs) So where, where are you, um, where are you at today? Where are you calling from? So I'm based out of Massachusetts. I actually share my time between Florida and Massachusetts. So I'm here for the summer months. Oh, that's so nice. I'm so jealous. (laughs) We get about two months of summer here and it goes from freezing cold to super hot. 
and no gradual in between at all. Yeah, I feel like we're losing the seasons. It hasn't really felt like summer here. <laughs> well, thanks again for coming on. Now, I want to let everybody know a little bit about who you are, Renee. So Renee has suffered a life-threatening illness in early adolescence, enduring multiple surgeries and months in the hospital. Doctors told her to expect a life marked by pain and limitation, but she was unwilling to accept such a fate. So Renee devoted herself to improving her health with a series of small lifestyle changes and natural healing strategies that helped her overcome her diagnosis. It gave her the strength and the resilience she needed to battle a lifelong autoimmune journey and recover from a drunk driving accident. She continues to thrive despite her diagnosis. Go Renee, I can't wait to hear more about this story. Both moving story of survival and a manual for thriving in a constantly changing world. Live Beautiful, the book that she's written, is Renee's powerful account of her journey to wellness. Renee reveals her tips for making healthy living a way of life without restrictions and full of pleasure. I love how those things can go hand in hand. She provides the tools we all need to cultivate the beautiful and vibrant life we deserve. Renee, this sounds like quite the story. Uh, <laughs> Thank you. Yes, I can't wait to learn fr from you. And I'm sure the listeners are very um, excited as well. So it's been a journey. Oh, okay. So <laughs> tell us, I don't know, tell us a little bit about what happened, like you had this accident. And then if you could just tell us how your journey started to get better, like, what was it that put you on that path? Because I know we have to have the mindset, right? We have to, I don't know, like, not everybody could do what you did afterwards. So yeah, where did this I, all come from? <laughs> I quickly learned, you know, your mind is your biggest muscle. And just like anything, you can train in the gym all day long, but you really have to work on your mental strength, you know, just to persevere in life and to enjoy the quality of life, because it's only as good as the quality of your thoughts. Mm. So I feel very strongly about our mental health and awareness there. My journey has been a unique one. I was, I grew up as a, in a beautiful family. I have two sisters and amazing mom and dad. And I was starting to feel really ill by 11 or 12. And I was always super active and playful and the, the imagination like you could only dream of. And by age 12, I was really becoming very ill. My parents were bringing me back and forth to the doctors all the time. Nobody knew what was wrong. He said, oh, your chest bone is growing. You're just having a growth spurt or it's in your head. And I'm like, hey, this doesn't really seem like it's in my head. I'm having some shortness of breath. I'm not feeling well. Fast forward, I end up collapsing to a point that had me med flighted into some greater hospitals in Boston for immediate heart surgery. And I was suffering for a long time, unknowing what was going on. And it was a life and death situation. It was very scary. I ended up in the ICU at age 14 for about three months and very isolating. Nobody can visit you. You're alone. You lose all, you relinquish all physical control 
of your life. You're no longer in control of your own life. You're at the mercy of doctors and whatever you can do. And I remember there was a little boy that was just a curtain beside me in the ICU and I witnessed him pass away. Oh no. And it was um at 14 years old I fully understood loss of life and what that meant and understanding how his parents had to witness that and see that at his bedside. And at age 14, it's, you know, it stops you in your tracks. And I remember waking up the following night and I had a priest by my bedside and I realized the severity of my condition. And I just knew from that point on, no matter what, I had to fight through this um, to be there for my parents and for my sisters and my family and regain some control of my health, even though you're not in the driver's seat at this stage. But I was very lucky to be able to push through and get on the other side where I wasn't in a critical situation. It took years and I started looking into alternative health strategies because when I was finally able to leave the hospital, I was sent home with a laundry list of medications. Nobody asked me, what are you eating? How are you sleeping? How are you moving? What are you thinking? Um, You know, just here's these medications. You're going to have all of these side effects. Yes, you're going to lose your hair. You're going to gain weight. You're going to feel nauseous. You're going to feel sick, but this is going to make you better. So I had a really difficult time accepting that. And my parents were so scared. They were scared as hell saying, Renee, you have to stay on this medication. It was all that they knew you trust the doctors. And I very much appreciate the medical field. And, but I also think that there is a space where you can combine Eastern and Western strategies to regain your health. And I made it my life's research as a teenager to figure out how diet, nutrition, and fitness, how that could help me to move forward in my health journey and wean myself off of medications, regain my health, and somehow strengthen my immune system because I was told I have an autoimmune disease and you're going to have an autoimmune disease for life. And today it's your heart, but it's probably going to be another organ soon. So I said, I don't want that to happen again, please. Like, what can I do? So I took it upon myself being my own practitioner, my own advocate and what no class or school could teach me. I sought to teach myself. And I wrote this book because I wanted to be able to help people find answers when sometimes doctors don't always have the answers and but there's so much more out there. We need doctors and we need medical field, but there's so much more that we need health wise. So I wanted to help people there. So now at the end of, well, not the end, it's never the end, but (laughs) (laughs) by age 18, I was finally um, defying all the odds that were against me. And I was at the peak of, you know, my wellness journey. My autoimmune was finally in remission. I fell in love and I met a wonderful person who became my best friend 
And over the course of years, my best friend became my abuser and the, not only abusing alcohol, but he was abusing me emotionally and physically to the point where we ended up in a horrific car accident that nearly took our lives. And we were on our way to the hospital or I was on my way to the hospital once again. And the place I never thought I'd have to be at again, but I was, and my life was almost taken from me. And that's where I realized that I had to dive into my mental strength. And I opened up a whole different perspective of what it means to truly be healthy. And your diet is so much more than the food you eat and what you consume. It's the people you surround yourself with and the energy that you take in from others and what you watch, what you listen to, what you read. So I made lifestyle changes based on who I was sharing my time with. Um, and it made a significant difference in my health journey. I was not willing to go back and reactivate an autoimmune condition that was really so detrimental to my health and also to those that are around you because it affects your family and your loved ones when someone else is sick and suffering. So that led me to pursue my passion even deeper, which was functional medicine and mindfulness, adding meditation, adding gratitude and nutrition and fitness and lifestyle and all of these factors intertwine to really enhance my life and without having a, a victim mindset, having a mindset of abundance and gratitude. So I'm forever grateful for every experience I've ever gone through, good, bad, or indifferent, <laughs> because it's led me to where I am today and meeting you and sharing time with other people that I love and adore so much. So that is a condensed version of where <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to wow. condense it because it really has been a journey. Wow, what a remarkable set of events. You know, I'm okay, let's go back to the beginning. So I'm thinking, <laughs> I have a 16 year old and I'm thinking of myself at 14. And there is no way I can see myself pulling myself together and thinking clearly like that. I would be, I because you said you were scared. It's scary. Yeah. And, and this poor, you know, boy had passed away next to you I would have I don't know what you know it's 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 strange and interesting at the same time how we can find strength in these in these moments and the fact that you even did that at 14 that's crazy and you know because I'm thinking you know you're thinking of your mom you're thinking about your dad you're thinking about your family you're thinking about you and yet you still at that age were strong enough even if you didn't know how you were going to do it you knew you had to do it had to so it's like survival kicked in right so I found mm -hmm. that find that fascinating and then here you are um at 18 you fall in love and you figured all these things out and then this happens to you and it's sort of like I didn't work this hard to die now no and yeah and I could just hear that in your story that you just wanted to live and you wanted to live not mediocre you wanted to live well and just to have that 
because of course your parents were afraid. You you had mentioned your parents were afraid that if you didn't do as the doctors had ordered and um, as a teenager, how do you go against that? You know, there's so many parts of strength in your story, you know, for the people who are listening, I'm sure there's a lot of us, including me, that is like, okay, but how did she do that? I know it's mindset and I know it's, but did you have days where you didn't feel as strong? Did you have days where you were like, I don't know if I can do this? Because I think that's how most of us would be feeling. It was really tough. I, I've isolated this to just myself my whole life. I've never talked about my health issues to anyone, including my previous relationship that, you know, was so damaging to my health. I've, I've tried to be as strong as possible because I've never wanted a disease or a label to hinder me as far as what I can or cannot do. And so this is really the first time I'm even bringing it to the forefront or talking about it at all, which is through this book and with you now. And some of this conversation, I, I didn't put all of it in the book because I don't want it to come across as negative because even though these are such dark times that I had gone through, I always, I never said, why is this happening to me? Wow. My only question was, how can I get better? And how bad do I want to feel good? How bad do I want to be healthy? How bad do I want to go to school? You know, most mm. kids are like, they don't want to go to school. And I was like, please let me go to school. So and it's I just tough. It's tough. Like before we hit record, we were talking about how, you know, as entrepreneurs, people expect us to be perfect and how hard that is to live up to because nobody is perfect. We all have flaws. We all have things that we wish we could do better. But I think that's how we connect with people. So I'm really happy that you're sharing your message. It can be very hard uh, when, you know, you don't want to come across as being negative about things, but, and you're not being negative. I think you're being very powerful and very real in everything that you're saying. Um, it, it's, but it is important for us to see you know, those tough and those good days so that we know, hey, we all have them. It's yeah. okay. But you can also survive like Renee, you can also go through these things and figure them out and keep pushing forward. So absolutely. And I think really a lot of it is perspective, you know, the way that you see the world. I have such an appreciation and gratitude for every day. I really truly think our health is our greatest wealth. It's a gift. And, you know, our time on this earth is really so limited and we have to cherish every moment, whether that be our time by ourselves, our time with our family or our friends and how we have human connection and our, our thoughts. So it's really precious. And I've had a lot of people that have come to me and said, oh, Renee, not without them knowing anything about my health journey or my background, oh, you're you have such a beautiful life and oh you're so lucky and because why i'm taking pictures of flowers or the ocean or my food and i i see the beauty in everything and i just have so much gratitude and if i could share that energy with someone else to really say hey listen don't waste one day you know that you feel good or maybe you could feel better because a lot of people have struggles health wise and different health reasons, you know? So 
however I could be of service to someone else and help them, maybe give them the energy to feel a little bit better through just some basic things and change, change the narrative, change the direction for your life, make it, make it full of abundance and make it beautiful. Mm, I love that so much. Thank you. You're very inspiring. And <laughs> it's you. like, you're very genuine. And I love that. Um, that's why I always say I have the best guests come on because I know <laughs> you're so who, sweet. <laughs> who are not genuine, but it's true. You know, we're all at the end of the day, we all want to be healthy. We want to be happy, and, but we don't always know how to get there. So for the people that are listening today, what is one thing that you can perhaps lead us in the direction of something small that we can do today, even to change the way that we think about things or something that will help us? Well, I have so many things. <laughs> you can <laughs> give tool, us more than one. Toolkit of strategies. <laughs> um, and, but sometimes, and it's easy to laugh at this, but some of the most basic things, you know, that really create the foundation for your health, I would say sleep is number one, because when you sleep well, you can function so much better the next day. Your mind will function at a, at a greater level. You'll make better food choices. You might be more optimistic and your body also heals itself. So I think that it's multifaceted mm -hmm. as far as the quality of our sleep and where that can take us. But yeah, I would really say that's underestimated. It's isn't so, it? un and you know, and there used to be this whole thing of, I can sleep when I'm dead. And well, are you feeling good when you're alive? You know, it's, yeah, it's your concentration is, is affected every, yeah, your mood, yes. your everything. And, um, so I think that creating sleep habits that can enhance your well being are so important and so overlooked. And you're better, I think when you're more rested, you are better to deal with these things coming at you and yeah. for sure. And be more open to it. Yeah. Um, I I have a tr trouble sleeping, so I can see how sleep really um sleep deprivation and lack of good sleep can really affect you because I do deal with that. So I agree with you completely. It's so important. Yeah. And believe me, I don't sleep like a baby every night. <laughs> so there's some <laughs> nights where you have great sleep and not but I think if you can have a focus there to, you know, how you wind down your routine to set yourself up for a good quality sleep and kind of just create a routine around that and boundaries that enforce mm -hmm. that. So you start to feel a little bit better. Maybe the next day you could implement some other changes, whether that be fitness, nutrition, or mental awareness. I think Gain, regaining mental strength, especially in the world that we live in today, that's so complex and ever changing is so profound. And we all need that, even and if I'm we don't glad. want to believe it. <laughs> yeah, I'm so glad we're talking about this, because so many people do need to make changes in their lives, including me, you know, a lot of people. And sometimes we think, oh, my goodness, I need to make these huge changes. And so we don't do anything because mm -hmm. these big changes kind of are, you know, they're very heavy and they sit on our shoulders and we're like, well, I don't think I could ever get there. But honestly, more and more, it's the little, little things. If you can create habit out of them that eventually become these big things that really true. help you. Small things can have the biggest impact. And then once you start implementing such small things, they become natural behavior. And when you realize how good you start to feel, 
you don't want to miss out on doing those things. <laughs> but I always think start small, even if you could be 1% better each day, mm. you know, I mean, yeah. that's all it takes. And it, I think it can serve as preventative. It's protective. It's lifestyle based. Mm. I always try to engage in lifestyle changes first, because I think just my history and my background was, I was promoted for medication first. And that has severe side effects as well. And it can also serve long-term damage. So I've always been a proponent of how can we make lifestyle changes first? You know, whether you're suffering from anxiety, how, what can we do to help with that before we go taking medications? Mm. You know, are there you, Yeah, choices? and if you absolutely need medications, do yeah. lifestyle hand in hand, like depending exactly. on how severe. I've mm. always said, you know, have an integrative knowledge to have an East meets West approach. I, I am so grateful for doctors on both sides because I wouldn't be where I am today if I didn't have the help from both, to be mm. honest with you. So it's just finding that balance and doing what works for you because it's very individual based. So what are some of the topics that you cover in your book? So you cover sleep? Yes, I cover sleep because that I think is <laughs> such a big, big proponent of our, our, our wellness. But I talk a lot about food as medicine mm. and food is life enhancing. And it really has the ability to change the quality of your life. There is so much that we don't know, or maybe we choose not to know about our gut and the connection, mind, but connect uh, your mind, gut connection. Mm. And it can, food can really have a direct impact on your well being. It can help your hormones. It can serve your mind and it's life enhancing. So there are so many things that can control inflammation, which for me, I've always been trying to control inflammation in the body, which is very autoimmune related. Mm. So I always lead with nutrition and I talk about that very much. I'm very passionate about that. And also fitness of any kind, movement of any kind. I think that we should all be moving our bodies and sometimes you don't want to, and that's okay. Something as simple as a walk. And even if you only have time for 15 minutes, take the walk, you will feel better after. Mm -hmm. So, you know, even yoga, I was never into yoga because I'm, I really like to move, but sometimes your body needs to slow down and it'll yoga can illuminate so much more than stretching. It can really open up your mind and your spirit and calm your nervous system. So I talk a lot about these things in the book and I'm very passionate, as you can see, about <laughs> yes. <laughs> all all the things wellness, but incorporating any one of these things into your life is will have profound benefit. Yeah, I mean, you're a great example of that. It can heal disease, it can maintain things at bay, and it can um, just create so much, so many great days, you know, just because you have um, a disorder or there, there's something health wise doesn't mean you're doomed for life. You know, right. even at 14, you knew that, 
Yeah, I wanted to do so much. I did not want to live a life of limitation. And so even I, I laugh, you know, at times where I you I have two sisters and they'll talk to me about oh, a diet or a trend. I said, why are you going to live a life full of limitation and restriction? <laughs> you know, make it good. Make your life good. Make it beautiful. And eating healthy doesn't have to be a diet or a trend. It can be enjoyable. So find ways to enjoy it. Find ways to really make your life fulfilling and make a healthy lifestyle beautiful because Honestly, this book, it's, it's a lifetime book. You mm. can, we should be implementing any one of these strategies into our life over the course of our life, if we really want to live a better quality life. So I've, for me, I've always wanted to live by design and not by default. I did not want to accept a diagnosis or understand that you may not go to college or you may not be able to work like this, or you really shouldn't be working out because of your heart rate. And I said, well, what are other things I can do? Mm. You know? So I think being intuitive, understanding your body, listen to your body, see what it needs, find out what makes you feel good and enjoy the journey. Don't take no for an answer. <laughs> no, don't. <laughs> It's true. You know, I know people can't see us today, but you know, I'm, I'm, I can see you and you can see me and you've got this big smile on your face. And oh, you honestly do look very happy. You look very happy. You look um, very healthy. Um, but more importantly, you're very passionate because you know that people need to do this because you're a prime example of how it can really benefit your life and you've been through some things some really hard things yeah and, you know you could have just said you know accepted what everybody told you and not made these changes and perhaps your health would even have declined so rather than maintain the same and um it can be scary you know it can be scary to take that first step but not taking any step I think is the most scariest of all yeah absolutely and we all have have something. I don't think there's one person mm -hmm. in the world, even if you're the healthiest person, we all have a health issue mm -hmm. of some kind. And But how can we make it better? And how can we work in a way that's preventative so that in our future, we have a healthy future ahead of us as well? Mm -hmm. I love so. that. Because, you know, and I love when um, people such as yourselves come on here and they know what it feels like. They've experienced the before and after, and their lives have changed so much that they have made it their life's work to teach this to other people. Because it's not just a business. It's not just a book. It's like you said, it's hope. It is hope that people can listen, pick up and learn from your situation, not have to go through all those things. And instead put their energy into making it better so i love and respect that you you've come on here and that you're trying to help other people through your story because i think it really that's when the work um really i think affects people is when people are like oh yeah so she did it i'm not any worse or better why can't i do it yeah. you know 
Um, we're all human beings. We all learn things along our journey that I think we have a responsibility to share with other people. So I really appreciate you coming today and, and you know, giving us an insight as to your, you know, to your journey, to how things were, but how things are now, you know, and that was you, you did that for yourself. You have to advocate for yourself. And the title of the podcast is called Giving Starts With You. And we have to give ourselves um, these gifts because so many times we rely on other people to tell us who we are, how we should feel, mm -hmm. what we should do. And I think once we start trusting our gut and our instinct, that's when things really change and we grow love for ourselves. And so many of us don't have a relationship with ourselves, you know, and yeah, I agree. Need to have that. Yeah. So thank you. Well, thank you. I honestly, I, I, even health issues aside, life can be challenging at times and we will all experience micro or macro traumas. But if you can find a way to find inner strength mm -hmm. to be able to persevere, even in the face of setbacks and really value each day and feel the best that you possibly can. So when you refer to this book, it's not, it's not a program or a reset. These are just strategies to implement into your life, a part of wellness that you really should carry with you throughout life just to help as we go through things, whether it be trauma related, health related, and just life in general. And it sounds like there are simple core things that you've put together. Nothing that the average person, you know, that I couldn't do. No. So, it's so, but then, you know, so many times we want to, and we think we know what we need to do, but sometimes we don't. So I can imagine it being a great guide and a great, um, you know, a great helper for people to kind of guide yeah. them in the right direction. And believe me, there's plenty of days where I wake up and it's not a perfect day. You know, <laughs> that's, that's life. You may not feel so great, or you may say, oh, I don't really feel like doing that today. And that's okay, you know, but as long as you are doing it, like, maybe the day after or the next day, you know, just somehow sticking to your habits and your routine that in enforce a healthier way of living, and both mind, it, body. Yeah. Isn't it funny that the days we don't feel like doing it are the days we really need to do it? I know we need it the most. <laughs> But I mean, I can be as lazy as the next person and I'm not <laughs> going to pretend I'm not. So yeah, I don't always want to do the right things every day, but then I pay for it. So yeah. if I could, you know, I'm going to read your book. I know you've sent me a copy, so thank you very much. Thank you. And I'm going to um, really dive into it and do the things that I can to help myself. Because honestly, there are a lot of people who love us. We all have family, um, friends, but you know, it starts with us. If we don't decide mm -hmm. to make a change, then nobody can decide for us, you know, right. and we all need a community and people around us to help support us. But in the beginning, it has to be something that you decide for yourself. And like, let's link back to your story, because at 14 years old, nobody said to you, well, maybe there's an alternative, or maybe there's this, you came up with that on your own, despite perhaps the resistance you had from other people, you didn't stop. 
Yeah. So that's so important because then you're also that much stronger in your mind as well. So that when you, when you were in this accident, you're like, okay, here we go again. I'm ready. You know? Yeah. It was not, not an easy time. Mm. And I was, I felt it health wise. It definitely affected my health greatly, but you, there's things in life that you cannot control, but there are things in life that you can. And I think that if you handle things with grace and dignity and perseverance and just put your best foot forward and you do the best that you can in anything that you can. Mm -hmm. I think that's all that matters. Yeah, that's great advice. Thank you. And do it scared. If you're scared, yes. do it anyway. Yes. Do it I've anyway. been scared this whole time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, do it imperfectly. You yeah. know, just do it. Just try it. And if you fail, it's not a failure. It's just you're learning something. Turn it around and try it again. Yeah. Nobody gets it the first time around. And just, you know, the smaller the steps, the faster you'll see a change, I think. Because the bigger the steps, it's so heavy, you stop and then there's no action. Right. So take things slow and just keep make it a habit, right? Yeah, absolutely. That's awesome. I can't re wait to read your book. Thank you. I have a question I'd like to ask you. What would you say is the biggest gift you have ever given to yourself that has changed the way you ultimately feel about who you are, who you are inside? Wow. What a great question. The greatest gift I've ever given to myself. You know, I honestly... It, exploring this sounds so silly but exploring no, no. meditation and diving into my mental awareness mm. and has really allowed me to be more present and just understand gratitude even for life's hard lessons at times and i'm grateful for that i'm really grateful for everything that's happened in my life i don't look at one thing with negativity even some of the hardest moments <laughs> but <laughs> Honestly, I think that I've learned so much from it. And what I would advocate or tell people, is you do not need to be a monk to meditate. <laughs> you do not need to be in complete silence to meditate. Sometimes I'm walking and I'm meditating. You know, I'm listening to the birds or I'm listening to the ocean or just breathing in the fresh air. And that's meditative. And Sometimes just putting on some really soothing music, lighting some candles, that's meditative. Just being comfortable in your thoughts and calming yourself in a way that you just have appreciation and presence for life. Mm. I think that's, I'm grateful for that. I love that. You know, so it's so important for us to give those gifts to ourselves, you know, it changes everything when we, you know, meditation is, is so cool. I always found it so fascinating because it's not about, you know, we judge ourselves in everything we do, but when you're meditating, the whole point is to not judge whether you're right. having bad <laughs> thoughts or good thoughts, just don't judge them. Just say, okay, that's what it is. Accept it. And it's difficult to shut your mind off. Mm. It's in it. There's sometimes I'm wondering, am I doing this right? But at the end of the day, I'm doing it and you do ultimately feel better. So yes. when you carve out those small moments for yourself, and I really advise anybody, even if you have two minutes, if uh -huh. it's just sipping your coffee in the morning 
where you're not looking at your phone, you're not looking at screens and you're just indulging in that moment and you're quieting your mind, that is healthy. And that's a good thing. We live in such a fast paced, hyper-connected tech world today. We need to slow things down and just kind of center ourselves. Mm -hmm. And it so helps our sleep too. It does. See, it comes full circle. I remember when I first tried to learn how to meditate, I kept falling asleep and they're like, you're doing it wrong. (laughs) Yes, you have to quiet the mind, but in fact, you're illuminating your mind more. You're just taking out certain thoughts, right? But like, you're not trying to busy your mind about everything, right? but in fact, you're connecting more. So you're actually, your mind is working in a different way, in a better way. But in a different way. Working. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Then once I got that, I'm like, okay. <laughs> so <laughs> th- that's a whole new, but um, I love that. So where can people find your book? Thank you. Yes, you can find my book. I'm on Amazon at Renee Marie, Live Beautiful. And I also have a website at livebeautifulbook.com. Or you can find me and connect with me on Instagram, Renee Marie underscore Live Beautiful. Oh, that's so amazing. And um, I'm going to put all the notes in the show notes. So if people want to connect with you, all the links will be there. And, you know, I encourage you guys, if you're listening, to take that step. So many times, I don't want you guys to just come here on the podcast and, and listen to the advice and listen to these guests and listen to these stories of transformation. It's great that you're listening to them, but you actually need to take action for it to actually help you in your life. You know, the first part is to listen to the interview, but the second part is to really take advantage of those links, really take some time and dive in to some of these stories in in a deeper way. That's how it's going to change. That's how things are going to improve. So, yeah, Renee, is there anything we didn't talk about that you'd like to, to end with today? Oh, well, I wish I could. I feel like I'm having coffee with you right now. It's been so <laughs> enjoyable. Oh, thank you so <laughs> you much. Know? And I'm so passionate, obviously, about wellness and really living a life full of abundance and just making your life as beautiful as possible because we only get one. So, <laughs> but thank you so much for having me. It's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you. And I know we'll talk again. I have had yes. a lovely conversation today as well. Thank and, you so um, much. Yes, no problem. So thank you and continue to do this great work that you're doing and sharing your message and don't let anybody ever tell you to stop. Okay. Thank you so much. It hasn't worked yet. So <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode. If you enjoyed what you heard, please subscribe or leave a review. See you next week on the Giving Starts With You podcast.